Exploding Headwinds, Monday, 7.09 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. My friends, tonight we unveil my most diabolical creation. CITR 101.9 FM. Ten times more addictive than marijuana. To human misery. Nice to see you.
from their mighty 1979 album London Calling. That was The Clash with Hateful. That song about heroin addiction, particularly that of uh, co-lead singer Joe Strummer's friend, Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious, who died the same year as London Calling came out. Clash, otherwise known as the only band that matter, started in London as part of the punk scene with various members. Strummer, Mick Jones, Paul Simon on, and original drummer Terry Chimes, coming from different genres of bands in the London scene. And they sort of uh, orbited around the Sex Pistols circle as punk became a thing. 1977 self-titled debut uh, was almost purely punk, but elements of reggae and uh, traditional rock filtered through, all coached through political, political, powerful political messages. Twice political. London Calling became uh, The Clash's American Breakthrough. It was a double album with a wide array of post-punk sounds with uh, classic drummer Topper head-on on board. Clash fractured in the mid-80s before calling it quits in 1986, but their influence lived on, both in their humanist lyrics and their eclectic genre hopping. Clash were inducted to the Rock and Hall of Fame in 2003, just weeks after the death of Strummer at the age of 50. Under the background, this is Ron Hardley with Plus Hate. This is off 2014's Worth It. And Hardley is a house producer from Chicago, and Worth It is his sole album thus far. So good evening and welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's OK Fine community radio station, CITR. Your voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM. And we broadcast at 590 watts here from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest here on campus. To Vancouver, Bellingham, Squamish, and wherever our signal takes us in the lower mainland of BC. But here and elsewhere you can find us on the web where we stream live and all our podcasts are up www.citr.ca My name is Gak and I'll be tudging through the winter hills for the next two hours so let's meet up in the cabin and listen to the tension Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487 Do keep it short and sweet to the point I may have actually figured out the phones this time and you potentially may hear me but you can email me anytime where I think things, everything, all the time work. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. I'll be on Twitter at 100air. Just spell it out. And Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr. So this week marks uh, a few things. Uh, I'll be celebrating my eighth year here at CITR. This was January 2008. It was the 14th when I first terrifyingly went up to the mic and the mixer in the old student union building and proceeded to come up with a very awkward 90 minutes what was known as Radio Free Gak at the time. And I've always been promising for years to change that email address, but stuff comes through that all the time. Don't want to break the tradition. So it was two years later, at the recommendation of former programming coordinator Bryce Dunn, the show became Exploding Head Movies, and three years ago, it became a two-hour show. So allow me to stretch my wings a bit, a little bit more, since I find the first half hour getting into a groove. In the final half hour, kind of the panic-driven profile, doing what I can. So thanks to folks like uh, Luke Meat, Robin Allen, Brenda Grinnell, Sarah Cordingly, and many more of the volunteers and friends of the show and the station for letting me veer off in every possible angle. Otherwise, also to commemorate eight years on air, well, it's time for some hate. The Oscar nominations were announced last Thursday, and as is tradition here on Exploding Head Movies, Next few weeks will be spent profiling the nominees for Best Score and Song. And this time around, uh, there's six weeks leading up to the 88th Academy Awards. There's a lot of eights going on here. And uh, I'm going to expand things by having the first five weeks focusing on the score and a sixth show looking at the songs on their own. So 
The Hate comes in the form of the first Best Score nominated. And uh, he also won the Golden Globe for Best Score last week for Best Original Music. So he's a big favorite of mine and the show. So it'll be Ennio Morricone and his music from Quentin Tarantino's latest film, The Hateful Eight. And in the following weeks, uh, we'll listen to John Williams, Johan Johansson, Carter Burwell, and Thomas Newman. But uh, later in the show, we'll get into a winter western. We'll touch upon some of the Oscar stories since... Hard to tell if there are any real films are breaking out that way, but there's a lot more controversy about the color, as it were. If anything, we'll have a Grateful Eight party this week, but uh, hate is such a powerful emotion that it translates into music quite well. So the first few sets, we'll look at songs about hate. Some you may know, others less so. We'll kick off with BB and the Guns, a Toronto band, uh, actually known now as just simply the BB Guns. And then discover this song off the optical sounds, the optical sounds compilation called Psych Pop from Toronto. And their subsequent songs keep up a girly surf groove. It drives real nicely. Originally, this was the title track to the 2013 EP through the Marineville label. This will be the BB Guns with Baby. I hate you. Exploding Head Movies loves you. As does the ever-loving CITR. 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
University English Students Association is hosting the Colloquium, their second annual conference, on Saturday, January 30th, from noon to 6 in the Dodson Room in the Irving K. Barber Learning Center. The Colloquium will feature presentations from English students, as well as featured faculty presenters, including Dr. Robert Rouse, Dr. Tiffany Potter, and Dr. Adam Frank. Attendance to the curriculum is free and refreshments will be provided, so please visit the UBC English Students Association on Facebook in order to reserve your free ticket.
off their 2000 breakout album, Vinny, Vitty, Vicious. Time nicely when the Garage Rock Revival kicked in. That was the Hives. I would hate to say, but I told you so. And the quintet from Fragersta, Sweden. I've been alive for over 20 years now, and they still play up their fake impresario angle by citing uh, their lead songwriter and manager as Randy Fitzsimmons, who wrote them all individual letters back in their early 90s to create a band. The most recent album was 2012's Lex Hives. The only real news from them as of late uh, was a lawsuit tied to a recording studio shared with fellow Swedes, The Cardigans, involving an unpaid loan, which The Hives uh, lost despite being completely unaware there was any money to use. And behind me, this is Cecil Letour with Raving Waves, and this is off the 1985 production library music album, Altitude 3000. Are you new to UBC and just discovered what CITR is? Hopefully you made it down to the station open house earlier today, which went from noon to 5 p.m. All the balloons are still up. I was going to pop one on air, but that's mean. Uh, there were some tours and staff intros, but if you missed it, uh, you can always check out CITR.ca to learn more about how to volunteer and participate with the radio station in any capacity whatsoever that you're interested in. Or then you can always swing by the station here during regular office hours or the lower level of the student nest. You show up now. Well, there's not really a staff around to help out, but they're balloons, so you get, get a sense of where to come during regular daytime hours. Now, our hate leads towards some uh, seniors in the outlaw country movement, and we'll begin with the hag. Merle Haggard has had almost 50 studio albums to his name since the early 60s when he and Buck Owens kicked off what was called the Bakersfield Sound. And the hag is still active. His most recent solo album was 2012's 10 Great Songs. He released a duet album with Willie Nelson called Django and Jimmy. And uh, one of the main hits off of that last year was uh, an ode to weed called It's All Going to Pot. And uh, he still tours quite extensively despite having only one working lung now. So we'll go back to 2011's Working in Tennessee. This will be Merle Haggard with What I Hate. What I hate is a statesman Speaking out of both sides of his mouth What I hate is War still going on down in the south What I live for is the chance to change A little bit of it all What I hate is Most folks don't seem to care at all What I hate is Looking up and seeing Chemtrails in a clear blue sky today What I hate is Hitting roadblocks on a highway in my way And what I live for is a chance to change and be 
everything I can be. What I love is someone bright enough to see. What I hate is what I hate, and I always will. What I hate is someone mad enough to kill. What I Someone with a heart that's really good. Now we can't change the whole wide world. Maybe we can change our neighborhood. suicide requires the help of everyone in the UBC community, so on Wednesday, January 27th, get involved with UBC Suicide Awareness Day. Find out what you can do to help prevent suicide and to combat the stigma surrounding it. Spread the word and show the world that no one is ever alone by wearing orange to raise awareness. For more information about suicide awareness or for help, if you or someone you know is considering suicide, visit thrive.ubc.ca. Here's the first whole song I ever wrote. 11 years old and well on my way. You've heard a lot of singers moaning of the love they've lost. They're always true to their long lost dear, no matter what the cost. I want you to hear I ain't crying in my beer. This is how it goes with me. The happiest day of my unhappy life was when you set me free. I hate your ugly face. I see it every place. It follows me wherever I try to go. Your skin is tan like leather. It looks just like a heifer's. Oh, I hate you, dear, and I think you ought to know. Heartbroken lovers wish their sweethearts happiness. I just hope you're miserable, you sorry looking mess. I want you to hear 
I ain't crying in my beer. This is how it goes with me. The happiest day of my unhappy life was when you set me free. Country crooners there for stuff. Merle Haggard with What I Hate. And not only was he playing guitar there, but he's known as a fine fiddler, which is why we were on the fade out there. And then we heard Chris Christopherson then with a super old song of his off 2009's Closer to the Bone. That was I Hate Your Ugly Face. Along with being a military chopper pilot, uh, apparently he once flew to Johnny Cash's house to drop off some songs from the record. Christofferson's uh, singing career also goes hand-in-hand with acting. Whether film, for which he won a Golden Globe back in 1976 for his work in A Star is Born, TV, and in video games. Christofferson's latest studio album is 2013's Feeling Mortal. Like the Hag, he's still touring. Most of his dates in 2016 so far are in Europe. This is the Crystal Siphon in the background here with the title track to last year's Elephant Ball. And Crystal, Crystal Siphon. Crystal Siphon. Uh, they're a lost psychedelic band from around Merced, California. And they recorded and toured throughout the Golden State in the late 60s, but uh, no real material was released until 2012's Family Evil. An elephant ball marks another dip into their unreleased archives, mixing recorded material from 1967 to, with live bootlegs from around 1969. It's funny to think that uh, they were just a footnote based on San Francisco concert posters where a proper reassessment was in hand, so a welcome return. I need to dig up some more. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And we'll keep up our little hate thing here with uh, some Canadian alternatives. Sebastian Granger is one half of the Almighty and resurrected Death from Above 1979. But back in 2008... Release a solo project of sorts during uh, his main band's first breakup. Along with the backing band, The Mountains, Granger went a little bit more folkier. There's still a bit of a punishing post hardcore element here. From their self titled album, this will be Sebastian Granger and The Mountains with I Hate My Friends. Please make sure you don't dive into hate yourself. Yeah. 
This Saturday, January 23rd, Party Well presents UBC's biggest fundraising party ever, Future Fest 2.0. 100% of the proceeds fund the construction of wells in Ethiopia through Charity Water. There will be an epic lineup and holograms made by UBC students. Happening at 8.30 p.m. in the Great Hall of the Nest, come get your tickets from the Party Well fam or online while they last, so you can have the time of your life while helping save a life. Check out Party Well on Facebook for all the information. From their 2011 release, Violent Hearts, those shimmering stars with dancing to music I hate. It's a very passive-aggressive act to participate in. Of course, sometimes you're just dragged out onto the floor. Anyways, uh, shimmering stars uh, do have some roots uh, with Merit BC. Uh, as of late, they've been primarily focusing on side projects like Silver Matter and Fake Tears. And then in one member's case, the glories that is fatherhood. But uh, before 2015 ended, uh, Shimmering Stars released a new single through Bandcamp. It features more dirgy twang. Definitely have to share with that with you once we ditch the hate. Behind me, this is Alessandro Cortini with La Meta. And this is off last year's Resveglio. We'll get a little bit more noisy here for the next wave of hateful music. In honor of our upcoming profile on Ennio Morricone's Oscar-nominated and Golden Globe winning score to the Hateful Eight. And up next is one of the many side projects from Alexander Moskos, best known for his work in the late Montreal noise act AIDS Wolf. In 2013, Moskos released a four-album set as a limited edition CDR compilation that sort of uh, tackled his uh, proclivity, let's say. It was called A Month in the Mind of Moskos, although it was also shortened to Mind Month. And one of his side projects, along with Dranolith, is called A Name Fever. So we'll listen to that from Mind Month, This will be Hate the Blues here on Exploding Heavy CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Celebrating eight years. 
of hate and some other emotions.
repeat after me. Bugger off. Bugger off. Sod. Sod. Bloody. Bloody. Now put them all together. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Okay, you're in. <laughs> Let's smash things up. Every Saturday, from noon to 1 p.m., listen to Generation Annihilation on CITR 101.9 FM, UBC Radio, in Vancouver. With a wee industrial song featuring and for wee industrial people. That was the legendary Throbbing Gristle with We Hate You, Little Girls. And the quartet from Kingston upon Hall in England were one of the pioneers of what became the genre we know as industrial music. And they had the roots as a performance art group. And from 1975 to 1981, they released three albums that were considered seminal for defining the genre. We Hate You appears on the CD release of the second one, 1978's DOA, the third and final report. Though originally, We Hate You was an A-side to a mixed 33-45 single. In 2004, they reunited and released some newer material, 
influenced by the uh, later waves of industrial acts. And they also toured as well. However, in 2010, one of their founders, Peter Christofferson, died. So all subsequent Gristle releases have been archival. And the surviving members keep working on their own projects. Some of them actually come up with their own little instruments. And in the background, this is Zara Dion. And you spell Zara with an X, so maybe it's Zara Dion. This is Triple X off last year's Le Mal Nécessaire. Now, this bit of noise kind of reminds me that uh, yesterday, well, actually last week I forgot to promote it, but yesterday was uh, the annual CITR 24 Hours of Radio Art, as it was January 17th, the day that the Fluxists deemed as the birthday of art. So every year, CITR devotes the entire broadcast day as a celebration of art, be it noise, performance, or otherwise. And normally I try to participate with my own curation of material, but uh, my life has been crazy busy as of late. But uh, the amazing Sarah Lapsley asked me to participate in her adaptation of H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds. 11 o'clock a.m. yesterday. And of course, we know it popularized by the radio adaptation by Orson Welles. So if you actually check out either the 24 Hours of Radio Art archives on CITR.ca, I also actually put the uh, War of the Worlds on my podcast as well. Uh, along with me and then Sarah Lapsley, there are appearances from John Worcester of the Mountain Goats and The Best Show, Kaj Korvala, and I think Sarah's mom. Uh, one last song I hate here before we touch upon some other new music and bands coming to town leading up towards our profile about the Hateful Eight. In 2014, this band reunited after several years apart. It was in honor of their 11th anniversary of their seminal 2003 album, Shine a Light. From their fourth, and at this point, most recent album, 2008's Kensington Heights, this will be Guelph, Ontario's finest, The Constantines, with I Will Not Sing, A Hateful Song. My name is Gak, and we got plenty of love to share here. This is Exploding Head Movies here, CITR. 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
Off their debut album, Leave Me Alone. That was Hines with Bamboo. And behind me, this is their track, Solar. And Hines is a Madrid act that started off as a duo in 2011 known as Deers. But uh, the Montreal band with the same phonetic name, the Deers, put an A in that, asked them to change their name just to avoid some confusion. So Deers became Hines, and they grew to a quartet. And their lo-fi garage pop caught many people's attention when the demo version of Bamboo appeared on Bandcamp in 2014. I've told many folks to pay attention to them, especially if they traveled through Spain. But it's gotten a little bit easier in the past few months uh, since they've been touring extensively. Leave Me Alone just came out a couple weeks ago, and it's full of wonderful little gems. Hope they can make it to Vancouver soon. 2016 features primarily European dates, but if you are heading to Boise, Idaho towards the end of March, they're playing at the Tree Fort Festival. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here, celebrating eight years of me on air here. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And later on in the show, little profile, The Hateful Eight. Now, one thing I want to bring to your attention is that the CITR student executive is organizing a Spinal Tap beer garden at the Norm Theater in partnership with the UBC Film Society. And it'll be this Friday, January 22nd at 7 p.m. And if you're doing anything else on that Friday, well, guess what? Come by the CITR station because we're going to have a listening party to chill out and enjoy some music curated by Eleanor. I see doing a little bit of work right now at one of the stations or the studios. We have multiple stations. Uh, but we actually do have some connections to the old sub because uh, some of our shelving isn't quite ready yet here in the student nest. So if you go to room 237 of the old student union building at 4 p.m. this Friday, January 22nd, you can experience that. Then you can head to the Norm Theater for your little spinal tap and beyond. All right, up next, uh, we have some Supermoon, and they formed in the wake of the old Vancouver band, Movie Land. And they released their debut EP, Comet Lovejoy, last year through the Alarum label. They feature some production from local tunesmith Jay Arner. So from Comet Lovejoy, this will be Supermoon with Power Suits. Eight years. That's as long as some presidents are allowed to be in power. I left a light on 
come out to CITR Shindig each week to hear the fans duke it out to be the winner of their night. Now, come out to hear the winners compete to make it to the finals. Each semi will feature three of your past winners, with the winners of the semifinals guaranteed a place and a prize in the finals on February 5th. The second semi is happening on Tuesday, January 19th, featuring the winners from nights 4, 5, and 6, Winona Forever, Pale Red, and Walgren. So come out to Pat's Pub and Brew House at 403 East Hastings at 8 for locally made beer, pool, music, and an epic night. Cover is $6 at the door, and the show is 19+. plus. Check out CITR on Facebook or on Twitter at CITR Shindig for all the details. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people.
From her latest album, Have You in My Wilderness, as Julia Holter with the torch song Sea Calls Me Home. Holter is best known for improvised sound art and experimental leanings, ranging from applying John Cage techniques to come up with a score based on a 1920s cookbook from a Los Angeles church, to phonetic translations of songs into other languages. And Have You in My Wilderness contains those avant garde tendencies, as we heard with that saxophone freakout towards the end, but. At this point, Holter has sort of brought to the forefront her impressive melodies and some conventional structures that uh, doesn't feel like an appeasement to mainstream tastes. It's an element of having some more confidence, perhaps, to present something more conventional. Or maybe just the ability to connect more. It's hard to say, but definitely worth something checking out live since uh, Julie Halter, along with guest Circuit Des Yeux, will be playing uh, several Thursdays from now, February 4th, at the Cobalt at 917 Main. Doors are open at 8, show starts at 9.30pm, it is a 19 and older show, and tickets start at $15, they're available online at Red Cat Records, and then Zulu Records as well. In the background here we have some new Pie Corner audio, off their Prowler release, available through the local boutique label More Than Human, run by Gareth Moses, your host of the CITR show, the same name, which airs Sunday evenings. This is the Pie Corner audio with After Dark. Now, recently I've spoken about the Montreal Act Magical Clouds, uh, but uh, they actually have an appearance in town later this week themselves, so it's time to highlight them themselves again. Timber Concerts presents Magical Clouds along with guests She-Devils, and that should be phenomenal. They're an up-and-coming Montreal Act. It's going to lead to find some material that isn't always just on SoundCloud, just for streaming. And then uh, also opening is uh, Booker T on Acid. I'll be this Friday, January 22nd at the Imperial. That's at 319 Main Street. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 7.30 p.m., so bear in mind, this is an early show. 19 and older. Tickets start at $12, and the usual suspects for where you get those tickets online. Red Cat or Zulu. Other latest album, last year's Are You Alone? This will be Magical Clouds. What disappeared? We'll follow up with another act coming to town that we'll be asking its own questions. My name's Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Online here. And everywhere else, the tubes that make up the internet go at www.citr.ca.
interested in human rights and social justice? Come check out Amnesty International UBC. We fight to stop human rights violations all over the world, including here in Canada. Our club hosts letter writing sessions, social events, documentary nights, bar fundraisers, and current events discussions on a bi-weekly basis. So keep your ears open and check out our Amnesty International UBC Facebook page for more information. We look forward to promoting human rights with you. Rendez-vous de la Francophonie is an annual celebration that promotes the French language, heritage, and its numerous cultural expressions. It runs March 6th to 22nd in communities across Canada. La Fondation Canadienne pour le Dialogue des Cultures, in partnership with the National Campus and Community Radio Association, through the Community Radio Fund of Canada and this station, present the RBF series. To help celebrate Rendez-vous de la Francophonie, in 2016, 24 campus and community radio stations from across Canada produce a weekly show highlighting Rendez-vous de la Francophonie events and the importance of bilingualism and Francophone culture and history of Canada. For more information, check out www.ncra.ca slash rvf.
shows and movies that I've seen Are all I have to turn to Originally from Leesburg, Virginia, but now calling Seattle home, that was Car Seat Headrest with Komochi Barui. This translates from Japanese as uh, disgusting. Subtitle is When, 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 When. Car Seat Headrest is the project of Will Toledo and originally meant as a solo project back in 2010 and uh, featured rotating musicians to help perform it live. Dozens of self-released albums posted on Bandcamp that highlight his growth, and at this stage, well, he signed a Matador for his latest release. That's last year's compilation, Teens of Style, as he looks at a permanent backing band. His first album of new material for Matador, slated to be called Teens of Denial, is due later this year. But Live Nation presents Car Seat Headrest along with guests, local band Milk. And this will be at the Cobalt at 917 Main this Sunday, January 24th. Doors open at 8, show starts at 9, tickets start at $12, and is a 19 and older show. This is Mort Garson behind me, although he's playing under his Lucifer alias and off of 1971's Black Mass. This is the Philosopher's Stone. Now, there's no connection to Harry Potter, because obviously it predates it, and at some point I probably should do a look at, at the recent death of actor Alan Rickman. One thing I'm thinking of uh, for the Exploding Head movie's best Oscar song profile before the actual S, actual awards are handed out, uh, I may do a David profile, David Bowie profile at the same time. We'll see how feasible this will all be. But of course, it seems like right now a whole bunch of the staple musicians seem to be passing away right now. Anyways, uh, one regular feature that uh, has slowly grown into the show all this time is uh, announcing which soundtracks are available for purchase. And uh, out this week are The Fifth Wave, done by Henry Jackman. Bear McCreary, who seems to be releasing soundtrack after soundtrack right now. His music for The Boys out through Lakeshore Records. Michael Andrews' work for Dirty Grandpa's out through Veresa Saraband. Ben Lovett for uh, Synchronicity. Various artists doing the work for the documentary Rubble Kings about uh, 70s South Bronx. That's out. Uh, Hans Zimmer's work for Kung Fu Panda. Number three is out. Three releases go. There's two I definitely want to highlight. Uh, there's another vinyl pressing of uh, Fumio Hayasaka's score to Seven Samurai. And uh, that's something I've definitely profiled a couple of times in the past. And then uh, a 35th anniversary edition of Vendredi au Le Vieux Sauvage. 
And there's a limited edition of that with the music by Maurice Jarre. Now, we'll get into Ennio Morricone shortly, but uh, first off, let's talk about the Oscar ceremonies, which will be happening this February 20th. They'll be hosted by Chris Rock, and leading the nomination charge is uh, 12 for The Revenant, the score that we uh, profiled last week, since it was ineligible for having too many composers. Also leading the charge, well, Mad Max Fury Road is up for 10 Oscars, some technical ones, but uh, there are also some uh, captivating ones there for Best Picture. And then a seventh, or seven nominations for The Martian. But right now, the main controversy right now is for the second year in a row. Uh, seems like most of the nominees are very white, despite a little bit more of a concerted effort to try to highlight more of the uh, racial diversity and play within the acting realm. Uh, at this point right now, we can tell you that Chris Rock's hosting it. I'm not sure exactly what kind of material he's going to spin as part of uh, the issues that way, but... Uh, one honorary recipient due this year has indicated a boycott since Spike Lee was due for uh, an award. So we'll see what happens that way. Uh, one thing I'll sort of point out at least is uh, there is at least one nominee on the Canadian side that uh, represents quite well, and that's The Weeknd. He's got a Best Oscar nomination for song for some music from Fifty Shades of Grey. Anyway, second up, uh, before we get to Ennio, let's talk about Humans. It's the Vancouver Project of Robbie Slade and Peter Rickyu. And uh, they have some dates here in BC. They have uh, two shows in Rossland later on in the month, January 28th at the Flying Steam Shovel Pub, and then January 30th at the Blizzard Music Festival and sandwiched in between there. They're playing in Nelson, January 29th at the Hume Hotel. Last year, they released their latest album, Noontide, and in conjunction with that, uh, they self-released a remixes compilation, and uh, Gang Signs does some work on some of the music that way. So this will be the Gang Signs remix of Humans track, Ennio, and the Prepare Yourself. The Hateful Eight will arrive. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Head Movie CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Radio for crazy people and the elderly. Oh, yeah! For a taste of the classics with a twist, join me, Marguerite, with Classical Chaos Sunday mornings starting at 9, right here on CITR 101.9 FM. Vancouver, Canada. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. This here is Daisy Domergue. She's wanted dead or alive for murder. $10,000. That money's mine, boys. Don't want to share it. I ain't gonna lose it. When that sun comes out, I'm taking this woman into Red Rock to hang. Now, is there anybody here committed to stopping me from doing that? Really? Nobody got a problem with this. Well, I guess that's very fortunate for me. However, I hope you all understand I can't just take your word. Circumstances force me to take precautions. When you say precautions, why do I feel you mean me? So from the soundtrack release to Quentin Tarantino's eighth film, The Hateful Eight, we heard Kurt Russell there along with Michael Madsen introducing this year as Daisy Domergue. Then we heard a short cue there with Ennio Morcone along with the Czech National Symphony Orchestra, La Puntura della Morte, or The Sting of Death. And Morcone is one of the five nominees for Best Original Score for the upcoming 88th Academy Awards. Now she did win Best Score for the Golden Globes last week. So this will be part one of our Oscar profile here on Exploding Head Movies. And yeah, Morricone at this point, 87 years old. He's worked on over 500 film scores and TV as well. In the case of Tarantino, there was a brief moment where we thought The Hateful Eight would not come out. He was working on some drafts at the time. Originally, it was supposed to be an extension of the world of Django Unchained, but he wanted to shift focus away from a known quantity and uh, stir things up a bit with a whole bunch of strangers trapped in a single-room cabin in a Wyoming winter. 
as we heard Kurt Russell there indicate, he's bringing a prisoner to be hung. She's played by Jennifer Jason Lee. Definitely going through the ringer throughout the film if you've had a chance to see it. So yeah, the original draft of the film uh, was leaked early on. And there was a time there Tarantino sort of said, took his marbles and went home and said, you know what? I'm not going to make this movie anymore. It's not worthwhile. But then there was a live stage reading done in L.A. last year. And at that point, star Samuel L. Jackson prodded Tarantino to release it. Some, some rewrites happened, and it finally came out. Significance for Tarantino is that the score for The Hateful Eight is the first one he's ever commissioned, because most of the time he used his original songs and music already. And he's used a lot more Coney in the past. You think about films like Kill Bill and Glorious Bastards. And then Django Unchained, where he actually managed to get Ter- uh, Morricone to compose a new music for it. Or a new song. And yeah, he's been trying to actually get Morricone to work on film in the past. Because originally he wanted to score the 2009 film Inglorious Bastards, but uh, he'd been really busy. So this time, once uh, The Hateful Eight came along, Ennio said, uh, would have been really, really, really sorry to have said no this time again. Morricone had an appreciation for Tarantino with how he uses music, even though there's some translations of press in the past to indicate he was disappointed otherwise. So for The Hateful Eight, this marks Morricone's first Western score since 1981's Buddy Goes West, and this marks his first Hollywood production. Whew. Almost 20 years, because I think he did an adaptation of Lolita back in the 90s. Part of the influence that Tarantino was looking at was the 1982 film The Thing, Directed by John Carpenter, has some parallels to The Hateful Eight. Definitely deals with people trapped in a winter. Along with a whole bunch of gore and suspicions raised, but uh, Morricone actually did the score for that. And in the background, actually from the soundtrack to The Thing, this is an alternate take of the main theme. And Carpenter actually basically focused on one sort of template of sound for what Morricone composed for The Thing, so... Part of what uh, Ennio was able to do for Tarantino was to highlight some of the music that Carpenter didn't pick. So we'll see how things go. So pay attention to the bassoon here. And the opening track is actually what sort of kicks off the film with a silent black and red anim- bit of animation there. So there'll be Morricone and the Czech National Symphony Orchestra with the overture to The Hateful Eight. This is Exploding Head Movies, CITR, Vancouver.
You don't know nothing about this filly here. Nope. Don't even know her name. Nope. Well, I guess that makes this one fortuitous wagon. I sure as hell hope so. Major Marquis Warren, this here's Daisy Domergoo. Domergoo, to you, this is Major Warren. Howdy, nigga. <laughs> She's pepper, ain't she? Hey, girl, don't you know the darkies don't like being called niggers no more? They find it offensive. Well, I call worse. <laughs> now that I can believe. Thank you. 
Gentlemen! Gentlemen, I know Americans aren't apt to let a little thing like unconditional surrender get in the way of a good war. But I strongly suggest we don't restage the Battle of Baton Rouge during a blizzard in Minnie's haberdashery. Now, my Nubian friend, while I realize passions are high, that was a while ago. And if you shoot this unarmed old man, I guarantee I will hang you by the neck until you are dead once we arrive in Red Rock. I damn well guarantee that, too. Yeah, Warren, that's the problem with old men. You can kick them down the stairs and say it's an accident, but you can't just shoot them.
like to sing in a stagecoach, huh? Yeah. It's kind of pretty. Got another verse to it? Yeah, a lot. Well, go ahead. Sing it. Whatever you say, John. Now day and night the iron clang and like Toil and toil and when we die Must fill this honored grace By and by I'll break my chains Into the bush I'll go And you'll be dead behind me, John When I get to Music time's over.
hope this letter finds you in good health instead. I'm doing fine, although I wish there were more hours in a day. There's just so much to do. Times are changing slowly, but surely. And it's men like you that will make a difference. Your military success is a credit not only to you, but your race as well. I'm very proud every time I hear news of you. We still have a long way to go, but hand in hand, I know we'll get there. I just want to let you know you're in my thoughts. Hopefully, our paths will cross in the future. Until then, I remain your friend. Old Mary Todd's calling, so I guess it must be time for bed. Respectfully, Abraham Lincoln. From the Oscar-nominated and Golden Globe-winning score to Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Just to dissect everything we heard there. We heard Ennio Morricone there along with the Czech National Symphony Orchestra first off with the overture. Then we heard a little bit of dialogue there with Jennifer Jason Lee, Kurt Russell, Samuel L. Jackson with Major Warren, meet Daisy Domergue. Then we heard uh, probably the highlight track off of the score. Ennio Morricone again with L'Ultima Diligenza di Red Rock. Version Integral. Then we heard Tim Roth along with Walton Goggins and Kurt Russell with the suggestive Oswaldo Mowbray. Morricone again with Inferno Bianco. Then we heard Jennifer Jason Lee tackle the old Australian folk ballad. Live on set there, Jim Jones at Botany Bay. With uh, some of the actual hammering of the door shut that uh, always seemed to open. And then Kurt Russell giving his musical critique at the end. Then we heard Morricone again with I Quattro Passaggeri. And then a little bit of a closer, Camper there with Morricone, featuring Walter Goggins reading La Latera, the Lincoln. Morricone indicated that uh, The Hateful Eight is not a true Western, so the sounds used in past films, like uh, the infamous Sergio Leone Spaghetti Westerns, weren't applicable. And uh, Morricone said the partnership was ideal. You know, he said that Tarantino trusted him so much that he left him completely free to compose his music. So in this case, what happened is that Morricone read the script for The Hateful Eight, wrote the music for that, and then Tarantino left it as is and sort of cut the film around it. Tarantino did have one request, though. He wanted to use some of Morricone's score from the thing. And when he mentioned it to Morricone, he wanted to do that. Morricone let him free to choose amongst all the pieces that he'd written for Carpenter that were never used in the film, so... He afforded Tarantino the same freedom he was offered to choose whatever piece of music he liked best from the film. And all he asked was one thing in return. Select something, to select something that was consistent with the music that he composed nowadays. 
Some other songs that appear on the soundtrack, uh, some vintage White Stripes, a deep cut from Roy Orbison, and then a David Hess song from the 1972 horror film The Last House on the Left, which he appeared in. Of course, it was one of Wes Craven's first films. There's a Crystal Gale number, and then some more Morricone. One of the main themes from uh, the 1977 film Exorcist II, The Heretic. And if you haven't caught The Hateful Eight yet, this week looks to be the last week that the Canby Park Theater will be screened the 70mm version. It has some extra minutes in length there to highlight the benefit of the Panavision camera lens. Of course, it's factored in with a 12-minute intermission. Otherwise, uh, from tonight to Thursday at 9pm each night, the Rio Theater will be screening the regular version. Otherwise, uh, The Hateful Eight marks Ennio Morricone's sixth Oscar nomination. He has never won, but in 2007, he won a lifetime Oscar for all his music that he's provided. At some point, I actually need to profile his music from The Thing, especially because tracks like Bestiality were used in The Hateful Eight. But might save that for a Halloween. Otherwise, yeah, The Hateful Eight is up for three Oscars, so along with Morricone's score, Best Supporting Actress Jennifer Jason Lee, and Best Cinematography. Robert Richardson. Marcone is still performing live. He's uh, hitting Europe primarily in 2016, marking 60 years of music. That's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. And uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. It'll take you to midnight. So stay tuned to CITR. Next week, we'll do part two of our Oscar profile here, and we'll look at uh, John Williams' 50th Oscar nomination, this time for his work for the latest Star Wars film, The Force Awakens. Then as the weeks progress, we'll look at uh, the other score nominees. Johan Johansson for Sicario, Carter Burwell for Carol, and then Thomas Newman for Bridge of Spies. And then we'll have a separate show for all the nominated songs. In the background here, this is the group sound with Hate So Easy. And we'll close with some Fat Boy Slim off of 2001's Halfway Between the Gutter and the Stars. It's time to drop the hate. My name's Gak. We've been celebrating eight years on air. Let's hope for another eight. See you soon.
You are, of course, listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. This is going to be a very special Canadian edition of The Jazz Show. (laughs) 